Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to the Sweet 16, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. It's three-man weave talking best bets on the field of 68. We're presented by our partners at Bet Rivers and by Underdog Fantasy. Get a 100% first deposit match up to $100 with promo code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D. It's Sweet 16 Thursday, boys. The games are here, the big ones. This is where we start to get down to the nitty-gritty. But Kai and Matt, we're talking West, we're talking East today. Any takeaways from those regions? Something that surprised you maybe, Matt? Perhaps you're surprised that the Blue Devils aren't here. I'll kick it your way first. Yeah, I am surprised, Jim. Um, the referees took a little sabbatical in that one, and uh, somehow seven free throws were allotted in a game that looked like a, a, a rugby match. So we'll see. Uh, hey, good for <laughs> hey, good for RFAU Alzo, as all of the attention will be on the zebras, and I hope the whistle a little bit looser. Jim, real takeaway though: um, the Marquise Noel versus um, Tyson Walker battle here um, at the Garden. Two mid-major up transfer guards completely carrying their teams to where they are. Noel being more of the alpha, obviously it's a little more balanced, but just a great story. Both are all the way real. And I think great precedents to set for many mid major guards looking to go play with the big boys. Hi, anything you saw that excited you? Well, uh, Jim, the West, no surprises there. You know, I thought Kansas beat Arkansas, but everything else going to plan in my opinion. Yeah. The East, Fairly Dickinson, clearly, guys. Pretty big surprise there. Uh, I, I'm pretty surprised Michigan State made it past Marquette. I, I was a big Marquette fan. A lot of people were out there, obviously. Big Final Four pick. Um, kudos to Tom Izzo and, and the Spartans for getting this far. I think they're journeying in tonight, Jim, which is a good segue into our first game, unless you have a takeaway. Well, my takeaway is just thank you to the select squads that did my futures portfolio right. That would mm-hmm. be knocking out Duke knocking out Kansas in these regions. Pretty excited those teams are gone. However, I don't have a whole lot going in the uh, in the East region in terms of futures. Need a Marquette to get through. That's okay. We're going to live with the West, the South, and the Midwest for futures. Let's get started, Kai. You want to. You're, you're excited for it. Michigan State versus Kansas State. Interesting line here. Open pick at some books. Open Michigan State minus one and others. Up to minus two. Back down to one and a half. A little bit of tug of war in the market here, Mr. McEwen. What are you looking at with the Spartans and the Purple Cats? Yep, as I've said elsewhere, uh, no clue why Michigan State's favored. Makes no sense. K-State rated higher in Kempom. They're the better seed. They are higher on Bartorvik since February 15th, if you filter from that angle. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so I'm going to take the free extra points here, Matthew. I'm going to take K-State as a dog, and I'm going to bet on K-State as my best bet for this tournament. It's one and a half at Bet Rivers. Sweet 16, not tournament. Uh, Marquise Noel, love, love backing my guy, Noel, man. He's awesome. Can't wait to watch him against Tyson Walker in New York City. The coaching matchup here, it's pretty dang even, in my opinion. Jerome Tang, he's the man. He proved us wrong by taking this K-State team as far as he has already. Could take them even farther. 
And I'm not scared of Michigan State, man. They're just solid at both ends. Nothing elite. They're just a, a solid basketball team. Solid basketball teams are good. They don't make it to the Final Four, Matthew. So give me the K-State Cats. Yeah, I lean K-State. Um, I just like Michigan State's offensive versatility more, right? Like, there's just more guys that can beat you. They can beat you in different ways from different spots on the floor. Um, I mean, against Marquette, it was the, like, acrobatic circus shot-making at the rim. You know, Hogard and and Walker and, and Akins as well. And they're also a great mid-range shooting team. I know us analytic gurus here like to bemoan the mid-range alliance, but sometimes when the game slows down, you need a bucket. Um, they have a couple of guys that can get you one, where I think K-State really just has one in Noel. Obviously, he can shoot it from 40, and he can get it, you know, pretty much whenever he wants. But um, I, I think case or sorry, I think Michigan State has more pure shot makers. Now, on the other side, mismatch nightmare is Key Johnson, right? I mean, who guards him at Michigan State? I mean, that's a complete question mark. You know, he can score mid-range. He's more of like a mid-post bully ball type of dude. Fascinating game where you can pick on many 1v1 matchups, and I'm sure in a game that's going to be over-scouted, and the matchups will be very heavily involved here. I like a lot of points here. So I actually kind of like the over gym as my best bet here. I didn't actually officially take it on the show here, but um, they bet a point and a half, which is weird going against the Madison Square Garden under steam. That's been very common. So yeah, I think points, 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 and maybe a little bit of a pace, uh, a, a pace pickup with the just the excitement of Nolan Walker back home in the garden. You know, the juice is flowing, man. It gets a little helter-skelter to start. So I like the over points. It's not your best oh, bet, though, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not for the show. Just it's my best bet in this game. I definitely that. could could see Noel being helter skelter early, trying to get up and down, prove himself as like, ah, I am the king of MSG tonight. Yeah. Get out of here, Tyson Walker. Uh, I, I I think you're right, Matt, that it's going to be very well scouted on both ends, so the individual matchups will play up. I just think K State's got the best two players. Then uh, I will I will take those two as underdogs. Uh, Noel's been fantastic, basically doing a, a little bit of a Trey Young impression, given his scoring and passing combination. And then Johnson had a bad game last game. I thought that was a tougher matchup against Kentucky's wings, kind of an army of them, throw Livingston to Reeve, et cetera, at him. Now you've got maybe Malik Hall, who's playing with almost no confidence. And it's Hauser or Akins. Johnson has clear advantages against those guys. I'm riding with K-State. I don't think it's that big of a mismatch in the coaching world. So give me the Purple Wildcats. Maybe Matt's got the right angle on the over. I don't have as strong a take on the total. And it is strange to see a total get bet up in this tournament. It's been very rare. Uh, but definitely leaning K-State on the side. Next up, Arkansas versus UConn. We're going chronological order here, folks. So if that's what you're if you're not sure why, we're going east to west to east to west. That's the plan. Arkansas versus UConn. Kai, I'm going to go to you first because you have been the eye test UConn boy all season. Mm -hmm. You saw them in November. They looked like a juggernaut. Then they took like a little hibernation snooze mid-conference season. Mm -hmm. But they're back. They've emerged from the slumber. They look ferocious. Can they handle the individual talent of Arkansas in this round? I think they can, Jim. Yeah, I saw the best team in the country in November, hands down. Team beat Alabama by 15 points. It was scary. It was incredible. When they hit shots, nobody can beat them when they hit outside shots. Um, now, Musselman has a giant horseshoe lodged up his butt in the tournament somehow. It's true. He's either the best in-game adjuster in history or he's super lucky. Maybe a little bit of both is, is true. They were down yeah, to, by, by 12 points to Kansas, 15 minutes left, came back, won the game. He's been down double digits, it seems like, every single tournament game for them. 
Uh, Arkansas talented Matthew, but I don't think they play like a team. It's individuals, in my opinion. It's a lot of talent. It's a lot of NBA talent, but it's not a good team. Um, they can't shoot. If you can't shoot against UConn, you're in trouble because you can't score inside. I think UConn has advantage on the boards. And again, I think we can see best team in the country, UConn, in this game. I like UConn here at minus four at Bet Rivers right now, but the must bus is scary. Yeah, he is. I mean, I they're not really fun to watch, right? But I think the way that they scheme, very NBA pro type of isolation uh, centric, it, it kind of works in the tournament. Um, you know, the game slows down. You need a bucket. I think Moss is usually good at getting his guys, the, the right guys, the right shots. Uh, I think the better angle here is sort of an inverse of my take of the last game. I like the under here, the more I've thought about this. Um, I think Arkansas's length and speed is something that you know you kind of hasn't seen the last two games, right? They played St. Mary's and they played Iona. Now you see a like for like physical, a physicality athleticism matchup. Now I think that works both ways, right? I think that also works against Arkansas, who looked like the categorically more athletic, more talented team against Kansas, which was crazy. Not the case against UConn size and speed. Um, I, I think that negates each other. I think it plays out well for both defenses. Other point to mention here, Jim. Um, Another SEC team playing a good shooting team, not to call the Huskies the Golden State Warriors, but they are shooting it well, and they do have shooters. Um, I, I think if those shots were falling for UConn, that could be the separator here. I do lean UConn on the number, right? Kind of back to Kai's point. Like, we really believe this is, like, the team we saw for two months, and, like, I think this line's actually a little short. But I'm not all the way convinced of that. I look at this matchup, look at the Sparty matchup, and they both feel like toss-ups to me. So maybe just putting those two next to each other, it's like, I mean, I should just take the points of Arkansas here and the whole must-bust coaching track record. But uh, as you can tell, very torn. I've tried tied my knot in a pretzel, uh, my mind in a pretzel on uh, on both these games. Yeah, the, the side is really confusing for me here. I, I'm not really lining up to trust either team. Arkansas's shot selection, UConn's general kind of vibe. I, I don't know. I I agree that when UConn makes threes, they are unstoppable, but Arkansas is terrific at running teams off the line. A kind of rare SEC team yeah, like that where they actually focus on it. It's a big part of their game plan. They're long. They've got uh, wing perimeter defenders that can bother these Husky guards who have played great so far. But Matt, you kind of you hit on that angle. My best bet today is the under here, under 140 between Arkansas and UConn. Tempo is the ultimate question here, but I don't think either side scores efficiently. Arkansas has got bodies to line up against Sonogo and Klingon. Maybe they won't contain them or stop them, but maybe slow them down a little bit. And then Arkansas running UConn off the line. I think that's also big. And Arkansas can't shoot. And UConn's going to let them bomb away from deep. It's going to be tough to score at the rim against this UConn defense, especially when Klingon's out there. So I think there's uh, not a lot of efficiency in this game. Under 140 is my best bet. It's my hot take. And fellas, if you ever get tired of trying to prove that your hot takes are correct, that's when you can use the Vaulted app. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results, and prove you are, in fact, the smartest. Vaulted will be recent releasing more than 50 pools in the next three months, so download the app at the link below in the description of this video. Sign up for your three-month trial and store your predictions now and forever in your own vault. Let's keep moving. Let's go to the nightcap, the night slate of games. FAU versus Tennessee. I know my guy Matt is chomping at the bit to talk about this game. Tennessee, the team that took out his Blue Devils. Tennessee was a three-point dog to Duke. Three-point dog to Duke. They are now five-and-a-half-point favorites against FAU. We've got FAU back in the underdog role after being huge 
favorite against FDU. What are you looking at here, Matt? Your Owls versus, versus your enemy, the Vols. Yeah, maybe some heart in this best bet, Jim, but uh, I am going to take FAU plus five and a half. I'll give plenty of reasons why I think uh, on paper and in my head it's the right wager. I think the depth and the balance that FAU brings forth with the way they can spread out Tennessee, they can run, you know, they play legit eight, nine men rotation and all of those guys can play. There's no drop off. I think they should try and pressure the backcourt of Tennessee. The more I thought about this, like there's no Ziegler back there. Discovery and Key are strong, able bodied guards, but but I want to see those quick, slightly underside, like guys like Boyd and Greenlee get up in to Tennessee's guards and make them uncomfortable when they play in the half court. I think Tennessee does dictate the tempo, so I think this does trend more toward a half court game. Um, but FAU can win in the half court, I and mean, they can execute in the offense on the offensive end. Um, you know, they have some inside out versatility if they want to go to Golden, uh, go to Rosado, um, and if shots are falling, man, this game's going to be a chore for Tennessee to stay in with their offense sluggish. Now, if they're making everything out of the sun like, like against Duke, then I mean, what Tennessee wins by 10, 12, but I mean, they shot what 39% from two against Duke. Without those threes, I mean, who's to say that game's not a one-possession-to-possession game down the stretch on top of the inexcusable lack of whistle? Um, yeah, a lot sets up here for FRU, Kai. So I'm all in on my house. Hoot, hoot. Yeah, we'll see how the refs call this one because if they don't call fouls, they let this game get physical, Tennessee beats anybody in the country in, in that scenario. Now, I think is really tough. They have a ton of chips on their shoulders. They're expecting a brawl. Dusty May said it in his press conference preparing for a rugby game. So maybe they're anticipating that. Maybe they give it right back to Tennessee, punch them in the mouth a little bit. I, I agree. This is more of a hard play for me. I was going to take FAU blind no matter what the spread was. I'm pretty glad to get at least five points here. I love this team. they are multiple weapons. They're super, super deep. They're good defensively as well. Like Matt said, you got to hope Tennessee's not hot. It could happen, but it's unlikely, I think, in, in my opinion. Uh, and more, li- more likely than not, they're just an average or below average shooting team tonight especially with the balls, the balls controversy. Basketballs are too slick. They're too pumped. Wah, wah. Cry, cry, cry. I think it's competitive, close. FAU, I agree, Matt, plus five and a half. Yeah, I like FAU as well. A lot of different shooters on the floor here. Matt mentioned the SEC team against a good shooting team angle. Tennessee gives up a lot of them. Part of it's late shot clock stuff because they frustrate you and you've got to heave it. But I think FAU has the different pieces, playmakers, spread attack to crack this Tennessee defense, similar to the way Mizzou did it twice in this season. And I think they can hold up in the physicality realm. They've definitely got two guys that can do it in Golden and Rosado. Their guards are tough. I just worry about the Conwell matchup at the four when when Tennessee is playing big. I do think his player prop over 10.5, I've seen, I've seen some 11.5. I think that's a decent look. He's going to get a lot of chances, both on the offensive glass, the mid post. I think Tennessee's got to play through him, and FAU might struggle to defend that, just given the way they align with four guards. Uh, so I'm with you guys, FAU plus five and a half. Total-wise, I don't have a lot. I might actually lean over, which is rare, especially in a low total yeah. game. I think market FAU likes the under, more. right? A lot of people been on the first half under here. It's been bet down four, four and a half points. Yeah, I kind of, I'm with you. I feel like FAU is like they want to get out and run and push this tempo a little bit. They, they don't want to get caught in the caught in the mud. So I do think yeah. the tempo will play well for over. I think both teams have a route to scoring. FAU's perimeter, uh, Tennessee through the four-man and and playing through the paint. Uh, I think that's the way points will be had in this one. Let's go to the nightcap out west. UCLA, Gonzaga, perhaps the most anticipated game of this tournament so far. Both these teams played against each other at T-Mobile last year. Same venue. We've got that run it back. We're running back the 2021 Final Four matchup that was incredible. One of the best games I've ever watched. 
And of course, the Adam Morrison crying game. Also, 17 years to the day on that one. Matt, let's let's talk this game. What are you looking at? UCLA, a slight favorite, looking at one and a half right now. Total, 145 and a half. It's ticked down to 145 in some places. I lean toward the Zags. This is probably the sharpest of any of the uh, current numbers, and everyone out there is obviously razor sharp at this point. The injuries are the prevailing headline here at UCLA. So, it, you know, we kind of break them down one by one, right? Jalen Clark's out. He's the best defender in the country, um, according to Mick Cronin, according to most people, Pac-12 Pac- Defensive Player of the Year. Could have used him for sure against Julian Strother. Um, up front of Dembona, how healthy will he be? I think he's going to probably play. How effective will he be against the veteran, you know, smart, savvy footwork of Drew Timmy? Like, even if he's out there playing, he has the athletic tools to defend Timmy. But does he have the smarts and the wits and the and the footwork? So I'm curious what Cronin devises their game plan wise to check him. Um, and I also like I mentioned this a couple of times. I like the Gonzaga just got by the or TCU. I know they played in a track meet type of game, which is probably not how this one plays out. But they played a physical, tough, rugged team. I think they needed that notch on their belt to feel confident against UCLA, who is obviously a team of you know pretty physical adults <clears throat> as well. And I think UCLA is a three man team at this point, right? It's Bailey, it's Campbell. It's Hawkeyes. If any one of those three are off or, you know, kind of struggling forcing, I, I think the the walls start to cave in on the Bruins here, Kai. I think it's very funny. The the Timmy is super old thing. He's a true senior. Guy's 22 years old. I think it's hilarious. People think he's like 30. Um, he's been around forever. He's one of those guys that feels like he's been in college forever. But it's true senior, guys. True senior. He already said he's not coming back either. So there's no, you know, uh, getting mad at the guy for being older than everybody else. Uh, only 22. Uh, Zags. Their major weakness is defense. We know this. I'm, I am worried about them going forward because of that. It's really hard to win a title, get to the Final Four when you're weak on one end of the floor. Uh, but I'm, again, going my heart here, going with an offense I've loved to watch all season, pretty much over the last several years under Mark Few. Gonzaga is the best offense in the country. I do think UCLA's injuries hurt them a lot in this game, especially Jalen Clark. Can't turn the Zags over. You can't stop Timmy on the other end of the floor. UCLA should get points. I think they do get points. I think they do a good job of slowing the game somewhat and playing the half court. But I like Gonzaga to advance here. Like him to win outright. Give me the Zags, Jim. I'll be the UCLA stick in the mud. I think it's going to be a muddy, yucky game. UCLA is going to make sure it stays in the half court because, yeah, given their dearth of offensive options, you can't run with Gonzaga. They'll just beat you. Expanded over a large sample size. But I think in the half court, we're going to see Cronin with a pretty good plan here. He's like the first coach two years ago that figured out, oh, Hunter Dickinson can't turn over his other shoulder, and they actually positioned it that way. Uh, I think he's going to have a pretty good scout on Timmy. seen him a bunch of times before. Timmy will still get his. Uh, I don't think that's any concern for Gonzaga, but if they can limit it to Timmy and not too many others, Julian Strother with a a Las Vegas homecoming, surely going to be looking to put up a big game. Uh, But I think UCLA slowing it down. Tiger Campbell being the experienced vet who sets the pace. I like UCLA. I like the under. I think this is at, played at the Bruins tempo, which certainly favors the Bruins. If it gets sped up, it's it's Gonzaga's game. Yeah, worth noting here. I saw uh, Majeski cited a source that says he thinks that Bona may not play. So I think his outlook, I, we've kind of been talking about him, assuming he'll play banged up. I know that video came out of him walking and he looked you know, spry. Uh, I would not be surprised if he just, Flout does not play. And I don't think that's in the line. So if you're looking for a, you know, trying to get ahead of the number, maybe if you buy into hearsay, Kai, which I always do, sucker for it here, um, maybe you take the Zags here at a better price. You don't think it's in the line? It's down to one and a half. This game was two and a half. 
I mean, it's come down for a reason. Yeah, I don't okay. think it's because I, everyone loves when Gonzaga. Did it two and a half? Well, yeah, an open it pick and, and it got that up to half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'd argue, though, he's probably worth maybe more than a point in this matchup. Bone is good. Yeah, I agree Very with that, good. too. I have especially a combination of of several guys, right? Yeah, yep. accumulation, yeah. So, yeah, different different takes here, different strokes for the weave on that one. Not consensus like FAU, where we are all in on the Owls. Uh, before we recap our best bets, let's shout out our other sponsor today, Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball. Pick them where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's games. In Pick'em, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on underdogs, projected totals, it's points, rebounds, whatever. So if you're like me, you think Kamwa's going to have a nice game against FAU's front line, or you think Drew Timmy's going to go nuts with Bona not in there, this is where you can make your money. Take higher on their points projections. You hit them, you're going to win 20 times your money in a single game if you take a bunch of different picks. Whew, that's That's not such a bad payout. Underdog's Slick Mobile app is easy to download, easy enough for dummies like Jeff Goodman. He can somehow figure it out, punching away at his phone. So get to Underdog, download the app, and use promo code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D, to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Get in on the madness now. Fellas, let's recap our best bets here. Matt, I'm going to you. Second, Kai, you're first. Kansas. Kai, you're first. I said you're going second. I said you're going second. Uh, why did you say my name first? I didn't like that. Because it was a, it was a bluff. It was like Simon says. Mm. I got you. It's like the okay. Never mind. Kansas State is my best bet. Plus one and a half, I believe, is now the current price. But Rivers, yep. go Wildcats. Yep. FAU best bet, better bet than Kai's. Jim, <laughs> your plus five and a half is your number. I am Arkansas UConn under one forty. Think it's a rock fight. Both defense because can really frustrate the opposing offense. That is it for today. Thank you to Bet Rivers. Thank you to Vaulted. Thank you to Underdog. We will be back tomorrow with another show talking Friday's game. Same format. Uh, first two early games, first two late games. Uh, that's the plan. Good luck. Enjoy the games tonight. I will be live in Vegas. I'm pumped. So enjoy. We'll see you tomorrow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.